Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. My brother is special needs with cerebral palsy. Um, he can't take care of himself. He can't do anything. Um, growing up with that has been literally the staple of who I am as a person because one of the biggest things is he literally can't do anything. And I just see so many things right now in the world, in people. The first thing they say, I can't do this. And I'm like, no, you actually can. I have a brother who I've lived with, grown up with, who actually can't do something. He's just so happy. It's literally a lifestyle that anyone can live. It's people decide not to. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Why does it always sound snarky when I do it? <laughs> it's not. It's genuine. Uh, my name is Olivia, and I'm an entrepreneur, a brand builder. Should I say my name is Liv? Should that be it? Or is that only for people that know me? No, say Liv, because Liv and Lisa. If we can start That's branding actually ourselves cute. like that, I know. Oh, is it too late? No, it's never too late. Okay. Follow your dreams. You can do anything. Don't stop. So today's episode. Just kidding. There's only room for one of those people on this podcast. Um... And to my left is Lisa Brosser. Hi. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Lisa. <laughs> I was just, I was going to introduce myself. <laughs> I'm Lisa Brosser. I'm I'm just going to do my intro. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Um, that's my whole intro. Okay. I love I so, love that you say that. What? That you're actually your actual thing, not like your weird fake thing that you make up. Okay, but I'm a, but I feel like that's not like all of my identity. Of course, so it it's feels, not. I know. But Neither so, is like, being an entrepreneur. I know. That's but not like that's me. not like what. Yeah, so that that's why I don't. But I, it's not like something I like. That's anyways. So maybe um, our new intro should be things we want to be, and I'm a future Disney princess voice. Oh, okay. Like we'll manifest hey, every you're really intro with my ideas. Okay. For future ones. What's your current obsession? Um. And um, I'm an aspiring um, lives only blonde friend. Okay. Um, my too soon. Obsession. Too soon. <laughs> Jeez. Kenzie um, listens to the show now. One day she texted me and said she listened oh, to seven, now? seven Excuse in a row. Me? I was now? like, too now much. Now that you've moved? No, it was before she moved. Oh, please. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Kenzie. Jealous. By the way. <laughs> we actually had this whole plan that the next time we saw each other, we were going to hold each other's hands and cuddle. I would have known it was planned because I know you it was just going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she's just holding me. Yeah, I'm like, you, CPR. Like medical problems. <laughs> um, so my current obsession is it's almost Zab's birthday. And I'm really excited because I went all out. His birthday is on Valentine's Day. And I just got him so many things. So last night I had one early Valentine's Gate day, day, day <clears throat> gift. And it was um, this massage bar from Lush that um, I had previously got for our honeymoon and like the first few months of our marriage. And so I had him close his eyes and he smelled it. 
And he was like, oh my gosh, what does that smell? Like it sounds, it smells so familiar. And so when I started massaging him, that's when he's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you got us the same massage bar. That's cute. Yeah. It was really sweet. So that's number one gift. And there's like five or six. So I'm excited. Well, it's Valentine's Day and. Yeah, that's cute. His birthday. So I kind of go all out. Valentine's Day. We probably wouldn't do anything for Valentine's Day if like we didn't start dating or didn't go on our first date on that yeah. day. I think we only do stuff because it's his birthday. Yeah. That's the only reason we celebrate. And our anniversary, or my birthday is right after, and then our anniversary is right after. So it's kind of like, you know, it's you don't need much. to do. It's, it is a bit much. Um, my current obsession is old and current Backstreet Boys live performances. Ooh. I wasn't a huge Backstreet Boys. You were in sync, right? Yeah. Okay. But I love a good boy band. Oh, always. Literally, okay, so I was listening to AJ McLean on one of, on a podcast, and, like, he has to be on ours at some point. He's, okay. like, very cool. He's doing all these different things, whatever. So I was listening to him, and then he was talking about, like, a specific song that they would do live, and I was, like, I want to see this live, but from the 90s. So I looked Ooh. up an old version, but as it popped up, there was one live from, like, Radio City or something, or iHeartRadio, and it was only mm-hmm. four years ago. I watched it like four times in a row because I had chills. It was like the audience was millennials, older millennials, because that's when it was. They were like 30s. Yeah. And it was The Call. Do you know that song? Uh Okay. Their choreography and the dancing. Very good. The fedoras. I don't know, but I was like, (laughs) you guys are on point. You did not miss a beat. And I am here for it. Yeah. There's something way different about 90s bands that we don't really have now except for k-pop k-pop is similar k-pop is similar or 90s early 2000s the 90s the music in the 90s it it will be something that will never be again no like the britney spears oh my gosh are we destiny's child i can't wait next our next podcast we have to talk about the britney documentary documentary. i'm planning to watch it tomorrow okay i will too okay Anyway, so that's my current obsession. Please do it if you haven't. Oh, it's life-changing. Um, anyway, so because this interview is like real long, let's really quick get to our silver lining of the week. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go? Yeah. Um, my boobs are low. You go. Is there a silver lining in that? Oh, I um, still have boobs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that you oh that get I don't care at some point oh that's great yeah I, I mean I don't really care I'm trying not to look at them because you're talking about them I want to <laughs> <laughs> I'm like try you're like my eyes are up here um okay cool um my silver lining is that Kenzie moved I was gonna wait because it's longer but since you harshly poured salt in the wound um <laughs> Kenzie is one of my best friends and my number one the best friend um and they moved to Ohio last week and it was really hard it was kind of the first of I think many really big changes the older we get you know people not only do people get older or family members start to pass away which we've dealt with in the past couple weeks with friends but people move and they start having families and you know for them it's I know it's going to be probably permanent and I think that everybody you could tell it was like our whole friend group that has been friends for a decade we hadn't been all together for a long time and it was we stayed until like three in the morning because you could tell 
nobody knew what to do because it wasn't like goodbye. I'm sure we'll see you guys. It was like, you guys are going to be in Ohio. We're assuming probably for forever. And that's a very weird goodbye. When you say you're like, okay, I'll see you guys, you know, sometime. We'll see you sometime. And and I think that was hard. But the silver lining was that everybody got together and we got to hang out with everybody and like see each other. And and then it reminded me of like, why do we all only see each other like when there's like an event, like in a wedding or like a going away party. And I was like, we need to do something. I was talking to my other friend, like annually we get a house and bend and everybody goes and you have to go. <laughs> but it's hard to do that stuff. And then like years go by and it's like, how has it been a decade? And, you know, so it's a good reminder to be like, take advantage of like the friends you have here or with you and like hang out with them. Yeah, you take a full advantage of that. Sexually? With me. Oh. Yes, you take advantage of me constantly, so. Anyway. Um, um, oh, was that just too true? Was that too hard to handle? No, because you would die if you saw the way Kenzie and I interacted physically. Very true. Yeah. Okay, so um, today on the show, it's our first repeat with Blair, um, but we have Blair and Luke. Um, We didn't really touch a lot on when they met um, because we really talk about that um, on the podcast I had with her previously. Um, Anyway, so you can uh, go back and listen to episode 47. Um, That was actually before they got married, but it was their story. They, I mean, synopsis, they met on Caitlin Bristow's podcast who had a whole like dating show and it was like this whole crazy thing. But I also feel like that's only what people talk to them about. And so I was really happy that we were able to touch on a lot of different things. So if you want to hear about that, go to episode 47. And we also tried to talk about things that they already don't talk about on their podcast. They just started a podcast, catch up with the fries, best, absolute best yeah. name ever. Also, their cover photo I is know. the best oh, photo ever. We need to I know do we really cover. need to do ours. Yeah. We just need to take more photos. Sorry, that's my bad. But <laughs> we'll plan it out. We'll do more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just such a good episode. I it was really, really fun. This one. It yeah. was so easy. Yeah, so easy, so fun. They're really awesome. I mean... I was going to go into what we talk about, but why? We can just get right into the show. So let's do it. Um, Luke, it's so good to finally meet you. I know. What's going on? I I know. I feel like like we're all best friends. Do you guys feel that way? (laughs) We do. Yes. I just officially met you guys and we're like besties. I know. Here we are. I mean, we've been following since, I mean, once she started like following you and talking to you and stuff, that's, I mean, I started following you guys and keeping yeah keeping tabs on you i know olivia's gonna hate this but yeah (laughs) olivia talks about blair all the time she's obsessed i'm so sorry i'm no no (laughs) shame well it's not every day that you meet not only podcasters but people who have very similar moral and like faith beliefs especially in this industry Uh so you don't like I don't meet a lot of people that are like waiting to have sex till they're married or talk about God all the time. So it's really fun when you do get to meet those people because it's like, oh, we get to talk about like the same things, you know, but they're like cool and not like weird. (laughs) We're pretty weird, but like the good kind of weird. Oh, she's weird, too. So, I mean, I'm used to it. It all comes together. (laughs) We are here. With Blair and Luke, and hey. I'm very excited about this. Uh, catch up with the fries, Woo-hoo! and I want to talk all about that. <laughs> the best name uh, ever, by the way. Thank Literally, you. Sadly, the I- best podcast name ever. I remember when you did a poll, and I knew you guys were gonna do something punny. And when, then when you came out with Catch Up with the Fries, I was like, 
it's brilliant. <laughs> we sadly can't take credit for it because I posted when we were like talking about the idea of doing a podcast. And I mean, it kind of was like an idea for two years, I feel like, but I never just like wanted to pull the trigger. And then all of a sudden it was kind of like, I wasn't working at CMT anymore. I was doing social media full time. I was just kind of in this season of like going for it. So I was like, you know what? maybe I should do a podcast. And I brought it up to Luke and he was like, I'm down. And so when I posted on my Instagram and I was like, if we do it, like give us some names, entertain us. Cause we were on like a road trip, like a car drive. And somebody said, catch up with the fries. And we were like, Oh my gosh, that's it. We're like, all right, we're doing a podcast. We can't not with that name. So yeah, that I, it's so, well, you know, what's funny is when you were saying you were going to do a podcast, I remember when I first started following you, I was like, they're going to start a podcast. Like, I just knew it with the way that you guys were. So when you said that, I was like, finally. So I was very excited that you guys did it. I know. It's perfect. It was a work. <laughs> it was a work in progress for sure. But we finally pulled the trigger and just went for it. It's been super fun, honestly. Really We've has. loved it. She's really Isn't good at it. Isn't it the best? Yeah. yeah. She's really good at it. I'm just like, no, here. you're great. <laughs> no, you, I just you laugh guys in the background. have a really good, well, that's the fun thing about it. Your guys' relationship just seems so fun. Like, so fun. I love being oh, your thanks. third wheel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you can true. always be our third wheel anytime. <laughs> um, well, I was so out of it when I was writing these that I wrote that you were our first two-peat instead of repeat. So I, I just like want to say that <laughs> that you guys or you are our first repeat guest on the Salt and Pepper podcast. So yes. that's an accomplishment. And then the second random thing I want to say is I was listening to your podcast, Luke, about how you love nature so much. And you guys need to come over to the Pacific Northwest. Trust me, we come in. And <laughs> you, you literally, ha you need to come to Oregon or Washington and experience all the things you love because I don't appreciate it, but you would. Oh. <laughs> well, we live really close to the Redwoods and oh, I, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, like whatever, most of the time. But the Redwoods are like a, a dream alternate universe. You're getting me very excited. I thought you were about to say you're getting me horny. <laughs> same thing. It, Nature. That's, same, that's right? true. Same thing. But that's not, like, honestly... I've always wanted to go Northwest. It's literally pretty much the only spot in America, uh, the U.S. I haven't gone because I've been out West. I've been Southwest, South, whatever, Midwest. But I've never been Northwest, and I freaking see pictures and everything. It's just gorgeous. I want to do it. So we're coming. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Are you guys <laughs> actually planning a trip to come? I mean, Probably not right now. Yeah, but it's definitely yeah. in the future. But I definitely want to take an assignment up Northwest. You really should. I mean, Seattle... Portland anywhere we live like southern Oregon okay um so we're like closer to California which California is like yeah. yeah so that's kind of why the, we're all waiting. the other ones are good <laughs> okay yeah we're kind of like we'll go other places that aren't as like strict and that kind of mm -hmm. stuff right now so yeah it's it's difficult here right now so wait Luke what what does taking an assignment mean what what is that Oh, so yeah, so I'm a travel nurse, and so usually our assignments are 13 weeks as a time frame, um, so before anywhere I go, I try to get an assignment, I tell my recruiter where I want to go, and they find a hospital for me, and if they get the unit I like, blah, 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 and it works out, and then we go, and then we're on assignment for a certain amount of time. We've actually been in Fort Worth 
for six, seven months. And so I've just been extending my assignment at the place I've been here. So if I like a place, we just keep extending if they allow me to. And so that's pretty much what it is for taking a, a nursing assignment. So, yeah. That's so cool. So have you guys been doing that like all the time you've been married so far? He started, that was actually how he came down to Nashville. He took a travel assignment and then he was able to, you can stay in one place for a year. And so he, we were in Nashville for exactly a year. And so he did four assignments there. there for four. Yeah, I was there for more than one, but <laughs> you were there. I was there for like nine months. And then, so then we came to Fort Worth and he's done three assignments and he just got his, or he's like extending for another one. So we'll be here for a full year and then we're going somewhere else. But we won't do as long once we leave here. Like we'll probably do like three to six months in different locations. Um, we just kind of did a year here because there was a lot of opportunities for me. So we signed a year lease and then once that's over though, we're peacing out. Ready to kick it. Yeah. We already got yeah. the travel bug. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you some advice because I know you need it. Okay. okay. Tell me. <laughs> and that is you guys need to go to Australia. Uh, I know. We, I mean, we probably will. Literally I'm the ready. only downside waffle. is waffle like we can't take him i know and but oh, you will have forever with my him. heart yeah he'll be fine he'll be okay <laughs> and i'm like such a huge huge advocate if you guys don't have kids and you can do it i say do it my sister yes. lives in Preach. australia wait really yeah. so that's what part wow that's oh my god <laughs> They're like that was like such a big reaction i've never gotten that uh <laughs> yes she does she uh married an australian so she did ywam i don't know if you guys know what ywam is no do you guys know? it sounds it's familiar youth, but yeah a lot of christians do it i was it's gonna say it's like admission. is it like a okay I was thinking it was I think a lot of people where we are especially do, do it because yeah. they go out to like yeah. Hawaii and Australia okay, and cool. Asia yeah um so yeah she met somebody there and now she lives there I've never been there um because you know it's like a 20-hour flight and like a two thousand dollar plane ticket mm -hmm. but um but you should but you guys yes. should if you have the opportunity <laughs> tell us like, about the spiders yeah wait what part of Australia <laughs> is she in she lives in Melbourne so she lives way down south okay yeah, we yeah. probably go Sydney. Yeah, I mean mm -hmm. that's the I mean that's the place to be. And I know when we think of Australia, we think of it like it's so small, but it's 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 massive. It's, it's massive it's huge, so like yeah. it's not like they live close to Sydney. Um, yeah, people compare it to like it's kind of just like L.A. Like that's what I've heard people say Sydney is like, but like cooler than that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like beachy and yeah, I mean beachy. L.A. has beaches, but I feel like the the um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> not no. helping me out the, the like, atmosphere the well feeling. or just like the people the culture i feel like the they're culture. so just like chill like hey what's up you know like yeah so we would love it there i think i Luke know would i know because i see you guys and i'm like you're so like fun and you like want to adventure so i'm like oh every time i hear it on your podcast i'm like they need to go to australia so we we probably will it'll pro it's looking like december will be when we'll go so there's That's honestly so exciting, not a though. time, so we're going through this devotional book, and at the end of each uh, day, there's questions, and it's just like challenging questions, deep thought questions, and like, we'll get done with the question, and she's like, all I can think about is just Australia, Literally and it's like every, every question. question is like challenging, like where do you want to mm. go next, what do you feel like God's on your heart, all this stuff. Yeah, it's and like, <laughs> what are you scared to do? And I'm like, go to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, if you're scared to do it, you have to do it. I know. I'm not really yeah. scared. I'm. It's more just like, like literally when we were in Salt Lake City for a weekend, I like 
teared up one day because I was like, I miss Waffle. And I'm like, six months? Ugh. Yeah, that is hard. Um, Is that the devotional? Is that the one from Bob Goff? Uh Yeah. Yeah, I started reading it because you guys were talking about it. It's It's so good. It's really good. It makes you think, which is great because I don't do that often. (laughs) (laughs) You're a nurse. I think you do. I think you That's should. That's worrisome, actually, Luke. You should you should um, talk to your advisor, perhaps. Oh, no. For real, though. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's a chronic problem, but. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so I want to talk to you guys a little bit about like the first thing, because um, I know we covered some of the stuff in like our first episode together, and I want to talk a little bit about that stuff. But one thing that has stuck out to me so much following both of you is your positivity. And I think that that is really huge to like talk about because a lot of people aren't like that. (laughs) And especially on social media. First, I want to say like you guys are a light and I thank you for that. And I know other people thank you guys for that because whenever I watch your stories, I'm like, they're so happy and they're happy about life and they're happy about things that are going on. And it doesn't matter if something negative is going on because you guys are just like happy and you accept it. So I think that's really cool, but I want to hear your guys' like mentality with that and maybe advice for people that kind of struggle with being positive, mostly talking to like to myself. You're like but, asking um, for yeah. a friend. <laughs> asking for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, yeah, that's kind of just been, I feel like with social media, everyone always talks about like what your niche is. Like they're like, are you fashion? Are you travel? Are you this? And I've always struggled with like, I don't know, like it's not like I'm a fashion fashionista. So I don't feel like people come to me for fashion. And, you know, it's like I have Luke, like most people follow me because of us, but I'm like, you know, I don't want to just, just post about me and Luke 24 seven. Why not? Because because I don't (laughs) like you that much. And, And so I've kind of always like for the longest time, I just like struggled being like, I don't know what my niche is. And then I feel like recently I've just kind of been like, you know what? I feel like, I think because people message me pretty often about how they love just like how positive and a happy space, kind of like you're saying my pages, I'm like, you know what, maybe that's just my niche is just a place where people can smile. And, and I mean, honestly, I think just with our faith and just wanting to shine a light for Jesus, like that is my ultimate goal with social media. Um, But yeah, I mean, we were even talking recently about just how like you were saying how negative social media can be and how like there are so many deep matters that need to be discussed on social media for sure um but I also just want to be a place of like light-hearted fun where people can kind of like go for an escape and I don't know yeah just like just be a place of happiness and where people just smile that's kind of my goal I guess with my social media and then with our podcast too I mean you can speak a little bit about that yeah I mean our whole thing going into is just trying to create a space uh just for people to have fun and literally just relax because I feel like sometimes when when you think too hard things it's not well so sometimes it's it's nice to not think you know (laughs) I'm just kidding we're just gonna stay on that (laughs) we're staying on that memo right now but not really but just to yeah create a positive optimistic vibe for everyone just to enjoy. Because, um, again, there's not really a time where we're kind of, like, not laughing during our podcast or, like, just in general. So yeah, anywhere we can do that and, again, just hopefully shed some light, shed some positivity, kind of just make people go away um, from it in a good mood. So, And I feel, too, like, 
my like our mindset has especially with the podcast it's always been even if one person takes something away from each episode and like that's kind of my mentality with social media too like I'm like if I can just make one person smile today or one person happy today then like that makes it all worth it because you know it's like sometimes I think especially like sharing my faith like I know there are a lot of people that follow me that probably aren't a believer and they don't share that and so it's like sometimes when I want to share more about that like I do get nervous because I'm like oh like what if what if I lose followers or whatever but then I kind of I think recently kind of just came to the terms of like who cares like if I can change one person's life and one person hear about Jesus or you know whatever then that's all worth it to me so that's kind of I guess our mentality have you guys gotten any um, backlash for not being like deep enough, especially if you want to be a place of like, like peace, like anyone can come and like find like, like a safe space or like happiness. That's kind of what I'm getting from what you're saying. Um, have you had any backlash f- from like not being like deep enough? Like maybe unquote? not talking about like politics or like th- current issues yeah yeah for sure I mean I feel like it's kind of this world I Caitlin actually said this yesterday she went live and she was like we're in this time where it's like you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't and that's completely how I feel because like things will happen in the world and like Luke and I will talk about it and you know it's like we care about these things but if I don't go post on social media immediately I'm getting messages like why haven't you said anything yet and it's like well one because I just like want to think through things and like talk about it first with Luke instead of just like posting on social media because I feel like that's a problem is people just post immediately and without actually like knowing all the facts and knowing exactly what happened and so I mean I definitely have gotten like people wanted wanted to know who I voted for people wanting this but it's I mean, I'm going to share when I think I need to share, but I'm not going to share just because I feel like I have to, because like I said, I want, I want it to be a happy space, but I definitely do want to share real issues and real problems and talk about that too. So it's, it's definitely tough finding like a balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's a really good reminder too, that like we don't have a podcast or we don't have a platform to reach millions of people. Like if that happens one day, that's awesome. But even for us, we get reminded all the time, like, you know, we didn't have platforms before we started. So it is a hard climb to the top. But then knowing we get one DM, that's like, I didn't know other people believed in Jesus the way I did. It's like, yeah, oh, that was worth it. Yeah. Everything that we've done for a year is worth it because of that one DM. Um, so I think that is really cool. And I do think you do a really good job of having that balance. And even like all of your podcasts so far have been like lighthearted. But I was listening to your episode today about sex and like that type of stuff is just so unbelievably important to talk about, <laughs> like especially for Christians. Yeah. Um, so I think you guys do a really good job. Um, and then kind of like branching off of that, I would love advice on, <laughs> this sounds so sex. dumb. Well, <laughs> I'd love advice on just sex in general, yeah. um, <laughs> on just like being yourself. And I know that kind of goes into what we were just talking about, but like you stand up and like do karaoke and I am mind blown <laughs> that you, you guys are just so yourselves. And I have a hard time cause I like, 
I'm an extrovert, but I get in my head. So what advice do you have for people? Maybe not just on social media, but like just fully being yourself and in like enjoying the world. Yeah. And enjoying life. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for me, I've only, I've never been shy to do anything. I, I don't, me personally don't really care what anyone says or thinks. Um, I think I personally have thinks thick skin and I can handle it and I can get around it. And I'm again, I pray about this too. Like every day I'm like, I pray that I can stay calm in tough situations and good situations just stay peaceful and all that stuff. But yeah, I honestly just got go up and do things. And if it goes awry, well, they happen, you go, you laugh about it and go on. I tell what my mentality has always been since I was growing up. Um, but yeah, honestly, it just, I just do things sometimes. Again, it comes down sometimes you don't think, you just do. So, <laughs> yeah. And the fun aspects of things. And the deeper things, <laughs> you want to think more, obviously. But like in the fun aspects of things, you just go after it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've always... Well, not always. I think growing up, like probably high school age, college age, when you're like around so many people, you definitely care more about what people think because you almost like have a reputation or like... I don't know. It's like when you're starting out college, like you want people to like you, you want, you know, people talk, all that kind of stuff. So, but I definitely think post-college, I've just kind of gotten in this space where like, I'm just going to do what makes me happy. And if that upsets people or bothers people, then like, they're not supposed to be in my life. So like, I don't know that might not have made sense, but <laughs> totally. No, it does. Well, I think even just the way that you went about like trying to get that job at CMT, like you just like got in contact and you just like went for it. I think that speaks a lot to personality too. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I feel like both of us are just kind of like go for it, people. If it doesn't happen, then it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. So I want to kind of backtrack a little bit. Um, I'm curious, like as far as, so we grew up, um, Pacific Northwest, um, being a Christian here, like there are not very many Christians. Um, I grew up like in Portland, very liberal. Like I probably knew like a handful of Christians at my school. So I was curious for you guys, um, what, I mean, you have a very, um, interesting dating experience, of (laughs) course, meeting each other. So as far as like, um, you know, the communities you came from, was it interesting coming from like different places and then meshing that and getting to know each other, especially as Christians and kind of like advice for dating woo, now that you are married as Christians? Um, sorry, let me confirm. I know what you're asking. So you want to know like, that was so much. I'm <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. So are you asking like how dating was being from different, like regions yeah being from different regions like are they like because I don't know how dating is like where you guys are from Mm -hmm. as far as Christian culture I don't know if maybe it could be different here because for instance I met my husband and he was from a different part of Oregon from me Mm -hmm. and I came from like a very Pentecostal but like Romanian community and he came from like a very American traditional Christian so how was that like in dating and getting to know each other having like maybe different Christian experiences does that make sense yeah um honestly I feel like we were pretty similar with our faith like 
because I mean, your you your family was like Catholic kind yeah, of growing up. Ca- like growing up, yeah, I was Catholic, and then I kind of went away from the Catholic Church and went to like non-denominational churches. Like once I was a senior in high school, and then pretty much since then, I've only been non-denominational. Um, but that kind of like in that sense when we met each other, that's kind of like where we both were because she's non-denominational too. So that kind of like meshed fine. Yeah. I, guess. I feel like what was, I, I think we view our faith and everything very similarly yeah, okay. in that it's not really like a religion to us. It's more like a relationship with God. And so I think just having that same viewpoint probably definitely is helpful because I mean, I could see, if you have different views on or like if you're a different religion or have different views, I can, you know, that's probably a struggle in dating at first, especially when you think long term, like, oh, well, if we start a family, how are we going to raise our kids? All that stuff. So, I mean, lucky enough, we yeah, we kind of have had similar views from the beginning about um, our faith. And I mean, I feel like that was like a non-negotiable for me. I wasn't going to really date somebody that didn't share the same faith as me just because it was so important and I think it's you know it was like what I wanted my relationship like I wanted the foundation to be on God and so um I think having that same motive for both of us really helped us for sure for sure did that answer your question (laughs) it did I wasn't sure if you guys came from like different like you know one of you was Baptist and yeah like I I, I wasn't sure no yeah I mean I grew up Methodist that was the church I went to but then definitely in college I mean and I yeah so like I pretty much grew up in the church but it wasn't really until college that I fully understood the gospel and kind of I think there that's when it became like a relationship instead of viewing it as like a religion um but yeah so I would say we kind of had the same viewpoint we kind of happened the same way I guess so too yeah we have very similar stories in the college and then I was Catholic and then I went to college type of thing and kind of yeah kind of walked it with being a relationship rather than a religion for sure that's cool yeah so as you guys um eventually dated got engaged and got married it was a pretty like fluid transition oh yeah yeah we're I think just us in general like we're very similar people which makes it very like I I've never felt like our relationship has been hard like it just feels like we're best friends I mean it's like if you meet a girl and you like click right away you know and you're like besties that's like, me hey, <laughs> hey, girl, hey. That's me. Well, I was gonna say like it's like <laughs> You know, you have that person, you like never fight, you just like go on trips, you travel, like that's kind of how it's been, not in that way, but I, I was just using that <laughs> as like, an example. That? No, it's just funny. <laughs> or like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, so I don't know what you you're like talking click about. click with girls? <laughs> how to, how I think we should advantage. start calling Luke Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> how to take advantage of that for sure. <laughs> I just meant like it's like there, you know, you hear people have like really tough relationships where it's like up and down and fighting and this and this and it hasn't felt like that for me. It just felt no, like we same. just like we're best friends and our we biggest, just do life together. Yeah. And our biggest thing too, we've always had such great communication from once we started dating and that opened up so many easy tracks for us, I guess you can say, just because we know how to talk to each other. We always know to be honest. We always know to work out our differences and come to uh, like maybe not an agreement, but we, uh, what's the word, compromise type stuff. So and it's like that we honestly have never had a fight 
it's all we've had arguments but we always work it out pretty much on the spot um so we're definitely super thankful to be open and honest with each other in that aspect for sure Dang. That's so good. That's, that is awesome. That's so important. We were just talking about, we, um, for Valentine's day, we just did updates like on our relationships and we were talking about communication, just how important, I mean, she's been with her boyfriend for eight years Yeah. and, um, me and my husband have been married for, um, five and a half awesome. and yeah, just like communication and self-awareness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's literally, if you have those things, I feel like if you have open communication, passion and friendship that's like the three main ingredients to like a great relationship Mm -hmm. do you guys (laughs) (laughs) do you guys have anything that you so you said you don't like really like fight fight but I'm sure you have like little squabbles or like little arguments yes squabbles squabbles it's a great word word? huge fan of that word um do you guys have anything that you do like because I know you're both sevens so that's fun (laughs) and so for me like as an eight I know myself and so I need to like go to the other room and shut the door and like take a deep breath because I'm gonna like have a freak out moment Mm -hmm. um so but for you guys because you are very similar do you have something that you do to get through those little fights or do you take time apart or is it just kind of like ah no it's all fine babe we're good honestly (laughs) sometimes I laugh half the time (laughs) <laughs> like if we're fighting, I just start laughing and then she might do something and well, then we like come together and we like figure it out. But yeah, I'm like pretty bad at the fact of just laughing and that's it's a good thing. To you act thing like again. I like run in a room. Literally, I this didn't is, say that. You're well, you crazy. said we're, we're fighting just, and you go do something. Literally, our are squabbling dis- right now. Our <laughs> disagreements. This is literally fight, our disagreements. Fight, fight. We laugh through them. No, like if anything, this is what happens. Actually, I feel like the only time we have like a a moment is if like I get upset about something or like my feelings are hurt about something and this is usually what happens is I get my feelings hurt and I'm like okay well I'm gonna make sure he knows my feelings are hurt so I just like he'll be like do you want to blah 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 and I'm like "Mm -hmm, yeah (laughs) and he'll be like what's wrong and I'm like oh nothing like just like really (laughs) sad and he's like okay tell me and I'm like okay so this really upset me earlier when you did this and I'll like tell him and then he apologizes and then we like laugh and that's about it yeah that's pretty much a good sequence of everything that goes on oh my gosh easy but I think it's because I will admit um before having kids that's (laughs) what our relationship yeah I'm sure kids change a lot but I, I really do think it a big part of that is because we are so similar. So yeah. we, we always are wanting to do the same thing. It's not like, oh, you always want to go out. I always want to stay in. Like we always are on the same page and like have the same desires, have the same wants. So I think that definitely helps. Like if we were very opposite in certain ways, I'm sure we would disagree and argue more. But because we're so similar, I think that just like. We would have more to discuss in premarriage counseling for sure. <laughs> Oh, so you guys did premarital? Yeah, it was super fun, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. fun. Yeah. Just everything so fun. It. Seriously, uh, actually, that was yeah. not my premarital, <laughs> dude. It was. Yeah. Jan was awesome. Our premarital counselor was so fun, but honestly, I think it was fun because we had already discussed everything that was talked about. Like we'd already discussed hmm. finances. We had already like we already were pretty good at like open communication. So if anything, she just like taught us how, like when a disagreement comes up, like how to go about it kind of thing. 
But I mean, yeah, there was nothing we like talked about that was shocking or like, what? I never knew that, you know, <laughs> to like where something crazy happened. Like it was pretty fun. It yeah. was just one of the coolest things. It was actually the first session we had with Jan. Shout out to Jan. Great lady. Great lady. <laughs> Jan. Um, Jan. <laughs> um, but the first thing like that really stuck in our first session was saying how you're supposed to take response. You're not supposed to take responsibility for your or your partner or your spouse you're supposed to take response was it what was it i totally butchered it <laughs> dag on you remember it really i had well. yeah <laughs> i had it in my mind i was like and then he's I like wait out. what do you do wait. so the whole thing <laughs> i'll explain it it's just fine. don't i think. get it that's, but I just that's can't all luke's it. advice just don't think <laughs> so basically the whole thing was you're responsible to your partner there but you're is. not responsible for your partner yes so she was like you're responsible to tell them how you feel so like if you're upset if you're sad you as like being married it's your responsibility to always be honest and tell that person but you're not responsible for how they react so like she was basically like you know there are times you're like oh, I really want to tell them this but I, I'm worried they're gonna like lash out or this and that's and then you like don't say it like that's being responsible for them and that's never gonna be healthy because then it's can just you gonna, say like, this louder for my husband to hear pile <laughs> up <laughs> hey um <laughs> But you're always responsible to tell them how you feel. And usually, I so mean, good. and that's kind of how we've done our whole marriage. Like if I am upset about something, even if it's the smallest thing, like this is a dumb example, but okay. So when we were in Utah, this was the most recent thing. When we were in Utah, I assume she won't listen to this podcast, so it's fine. Um, there was this girl that we met um, and we went. So they went skiing for the day and I was at the spa because I do not ski. And oh, we will I, get along I, so I get well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Right? Yeah, he loves skiing. <laughs> not not Luke. Not Lucy. She'll be skiing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it was it was our friend Jillian, her husband, and then these two other girls. So they all went skiing for the day and then I was at the spa. And after we get back. I could tell, like, you know when you just kind of know, like, you're like, okay, you're kind of crushing on my husband right now. And, like, she kept just, like, looking at him. She kept, like, making jokes. Like, she was, she followed him on Instagram, didn't follow me, though, and, like, all this stuff. And, and it was, like, she was teaching us um, acro yoga. And the whole time, she's like, I, I'm not a base. I can't do basing. I, I'm not a base. Didn't do it. And then Luke's like, I'll try. And she's like, ooh, let me base you, Luke. And I'm like girl girlfriend gonna what, what are you trying to do <laughs> and so anyways it just like really bothered me and I was like and I, I know that's nothing on Luke I'm like he can't help it he's so attractive and funny like <laughs> come on and so we like get in bed and I basically was like hey I just want to like be honest with you I was really upset tonight because I was like nothing against you like I was like I know this is absolutely nothing on you but I just feel like basically it's my duty like I want to tell you how I'm feeling because this is how I felt and you know he was like I'm so sorry you felt that way and I was like literally you didn't do anything it's not like you were like feeding it back to her like it was just her um yeah I had no idea yeah he's like really of and course I'm, you didn't know yeah they I never do I was like because I, I just thought it was cool because I like tumbling and <laughs> oh doing my gosh, flips Luke, and stuff you are my husband to a <laughs> I'm like, that girl was hitting on you so bad. He's like, what girl? There was a girl. <laughs> that's funny. But I mean, that's like the most recent example I can think of is like, even if it's something so small that you're like, this doesn't really 
matter and like what I mean I don't want to start anything like I don't want Mm -hmm. him to feel like I'm jealous you know all this stuff but I was like okay I'm gonna be responsible to my husband and I'm gonna tell him exactly how I'm feeling about this situation and then that was pretty much it yeah Yeah, and I think it's like not feeling shame too because yeah so I've been with my boyfriend for eight years and I never had like anything happen like if anything ever happened with a guy I would kind of tell him I'd be like hey I get like this kind of this weird vibe Mm -hmm. you know and it was always fine and then recently there was like something with this girl and it was like every time I saw her I had this thing and I didn't know what it was. And then I was like, I'm not going to say anything because I'm not like that petty jealous girl because I'm not jealous of her, but I feel this thing. Exactly. And then I finally told him. And then of course he was just like smiling and he had no idea what I was talking about. And he was like, thank you so much for telling me. And I was like, I want you to know I'm not jealous of her. You've done nothing wrong, but I feel this and I don't know why. And I want you to know. And I think it's just like you said, if you guys are best friends, you should be able to tell each other anything Mm -hmm. because now Luke can be aware of that you know yeah. whenever she wants to be his face <laughs> I was. yeah the next day she came the, the, she came over for and we all watched the bachelor and i could definitely tell luke was like trying to like <laughs> keep his distance and it was funny i was like you don't have to like not like, talk to her but good job no, round of applause yeah good job <laughs> that's so good and i think also that that gives so much credit to the both of you because then you're open to take anything I would say that's like one of my absolute favorite things about my husband is that it's not only like like um not only do I feel comfortable to share but he's the one who like brings in that comfort Mm -hmm. and like he's like he there's no shame in anything I guess is exactly what you said but like he like no matter what it is like he doesn't want me to hold it and so I think that's really cool because I see that in you guys yeah Gosh, we just need to come to Oregon and just go on a... She's like, hang oh out. Oh, my gosh, seriously. It would Triple be so day. Fun. I was like, how many of us are there? <laughs> there's six Well, there's total. tons of hikes. So, I mean, I'm not going to go, but, yeah, like, I'll won't. tell you guys, we like, where really to go. We know really good spots. Yeah. So, <laughs> where you'll hang out with us. Lucy, you'll Lucy. get to know so do your does you, boyfriend. Does your husband and boyfriend, do they do outdoor stuff? Um, yes. Oh, so, tight, me tight. and my husband okay, are cool. opposites. My boyfriend Not would, but yeah. he is self-employed. So we like don't ever do anything fun. <laughs> so yeah, we just only do. work. And so take he cool photos. would do things. What'd you say? I said you take cool photos. That is oh, fun. Thank you. Is that outdoorsy? Like doing cool photos? Yes. Not for that, sure. That, You're outside. It's proof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm You're like outside picking, today. Picking apple trees. Like that's so outdoorsy. And you're like floating. <laughs> yeah. Fake you're apples. Floating. <laughs> Actually, all of it's Photoshop, so she's just inside all day. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's A impressive. Lot of it is. That's impressive. Yeah, I know. You fooled me. That would be very impressive. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does a lot. Zav does a lot of outdoor things. Arturo, Arturo totally would. Like, he would be stoked. So, like, you three boys do stuff. Us three girls will do something. In a I'm Wait, down. that's so crazy. My husband just came back from Utah. I was in Portland for the week and he went to Utah. He goes every February. Salt Lake City? Um, yes. And they, like, drive out to, like, parks, like something. And they, like, park like City? three Zion? different mountains. I don't know. Oh, oh. Park, park City? Something and they do stuff. Park City? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They go somewhere and they do some stuff. <laughs> they, like, they slide they, down, they, down like, the I don't know enough. And they've gone for five years. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I want to know a little bit about... Sex. I know you guys... <laughs> 
baby. Well, get there. Calm down. That's what you wrote down. I know. I did write sex with a bunch of exes. Um, sex. <laughs> no. I, well, I guess it can be like the precursor, but I know you guys just got married. And so I want to hear a little bit about like, it seems so fun. Like, I know marriage can be really hard, but I know you guys just got married. I know you dealt with a lot of COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Luke, I know you deal with COVID stuff all the time mm-hmm. being a nurse. Yeah. Um, but I just want to hear about like, because I talked to you right before your wedding. So I would love to hear just like a little bit about both of your weddings and like I really don't want to have like an actual wedding and so this is your opportunity to convince me to have one (laughs) (laughs) um I mean honestly we had the best of both worlds with the weddings because we did have our sweet intimate just immediate family there was 20 of us in my backyard in Augusta Georgia Um, so we had that and then we had like the big party with all of our, not all of our friends and family. It was mostly my friends and family (laughs) because so many of Luke's friends and family couldn't make it, unfortunately, but he was like, I literally cried so many times on his behalf. Like he'd be like, why are you crying? And I'm like, because your friends can't come. Like, and I'm like, are you sure you don't want to postpone it again? And he's like, no, like I'm, we're getting married on this. Like, he's like, I'm not moving it again. And I'm like, okay. He's like, no, I'm a seven. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was honestly just the best, like the intimate wedding in June was just so sweet. And so, personal and perfect in every single way um but it actually was a struggle that day because the whole you know it's like as a girl you dream about your wedding day for so long and it was like I woke up that day like in my family bedroom like with no friends like all that kind of stuff and so I I really struggled like that whole day I even saw him at one point during the day and I like was crying and I was like it doesn't feel like my wedding day and like I was like, I know it's going to be worth it because we're going to be married and that's what this is all about. But I was like, it just, I was like, I just have this vision in my head and this doesn't feel like it. But then literally like as soon as I started walking down the aisle towards him and just sobbed from that moment on, like it really did feel like our wedding day. And like we had a little mini dance party in our driveway with just like five of us. (laughs) And it was so fun and so sweet. Um, And then you can talk about September. September was tight. <laughs> it was a great time. Um, like, God, yeah, like she's, she's so like she's saying, uh, yeah, the intimate wedding was awesome and everything. But I always, like when I was growing up, wanted a huge party. I just like getting married and having we a good time with everybody. We both love a dance party yeah. for sure. Um, so that's exactly what happened. We The day was absolutely perfect. It was, it was hot, but it wasn't too hot. Actually, my best man would say different. He literally had to leave he mid pat- ceremony because he out. almost blacked out. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, so he was having worry. a like practically like a heat stroke. I was like, <laughs> I had like no idea. We didn't know. Wait. All of a sudden, he just like walks away, and I'm like, we're like, what is happening? And then and then we're like getting close to the ring part, and I'm like, who rings? We don't have rings. And then I see his like the guy that was behind the best man. He like looks at me. He's like, I've got the ring, and I'm like. <laughs> Thank God. We're good. We got the rings. Like he managed to pass oh it gosh. off. But yeah, he yeah. literally was like in the process of about to faint. Like he He's like started white. blacking oh. out, so he like walked away. He was white as a Wait, ghost. What, how hot was it? It it was probably like eighty five. Uh, it really wasn't it was like even 80. that hot. It was because the sun was oh, okay. beaming off the like the concrete, which was like shiny, so it made uh, even more heat. And he locked his legs. That was the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Locked your legs. He was like, yeah, I like Tell was trying me. not to bend my knees. I'm like. 
that's you the realize wrong. that's the opposite, <laughs> the opposite. of what you're supposed to be. He's a very smart kid too, you know. He just wasn't thinking that. Yeah, day. they don't. His friends don't think either. <laughs> but but yeah, September was just so fun, and like I finally got to ha- wear my dress and have all my bridesmaids, and he got to have his groomsmen and. Missed a couple. There's three of them that weren't able to come, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like a nonstop party. Everyone was up dancing. I think at one point we were in the back looking out. There's like maybe four people sitting down. Everyone was on the That's dance so floor cool. for a solid like two hours. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. awesome. It, it was, was great. Such a fun day. So yeah. I recommend. Yeah, highly. But yeah, also, th- the June wedding was so sweet. So if you wanted to elope, I would also be fully in support of that because that day was Thank you. perfect too. Yeah, for sure. I want to get married in Disney World, so we'll see what happens. Oh, yes. well, so then it'll be a teeny tiny wedding. Yeah, yeah it would be like also, five people would come. I'll um, just invite us because we would like to come. Yeah, I think I think for me, which I think is good to touch on is like, I don't want a wedding. I want a marriage. And I think so many people and so many girls I see in like all of the podcast groups I see, it's just like not only have over, I think, six of our friends gotten married and divorced since the time Arturo and I have been together, Dang. which It's so sad, (laughs) but it's also this idea of like, it's not just about the wedding. Like the wedding is so fun and so important, but like, what about you guys? Like, what is it? What is that connection? And I think that is one thing I really do see in you guys is you do have that heart connection. You did the work beforehand. Um, but I just like want to make like a public service announcement to people that it's <laughs> it's not about like your dress and your photos, even mm-hmm. though those things are awesome. Like it's about that moment when you're married, like in union with God, like it's so special. Yeah. Um, but and anyway, I'm just convincing myself I should have a wedding, I guess. No, it's actually. <laughs> well, no, I. Oh, you go. What were you no, gonna I was just going to say you said then become one. And I was just going to say literally when we got married. It was just like a totally different feeling. Yeah. It, it re- felt different. It felt different. Mm-hmm. And God, I think. That's so crazy. I mean, and probably because we hadn't had sex. So like when you do, when you have sex, it's so just intimate and like you really do feel like one. Like it Oh, just, I wasn't talking about sex. I was just I talking know, about it. But I was saying <laughs> that, was that as too, well. But, yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is we actually um, did this devotional that you 100% should do before y'all get married because and it was pretty much that was the whole like premise of the marriage is like preparing for marriage and not preparing for your wedding day because mm-hmm. I agree like so many people that's all they think about that they the wedding day comes and goes and it's like well now what you know and so it's like yeah. make sure you're actually preparing for post wedding day and I yeah. think that's why I was so glad we got to have the intimate wedding first because that really felt like okay we're getting married like that was all it was about and then we just got to like have a fun party basically with all of our friends and family so which seems ideal I mean they did like this research or something that women so many women actually go through like it's called like bridal depression or like wedding depression because they plan it for basically their whole lives Uh but then like concentrated for at least a year and then once the wedding and the honeymoon are over they like actually don't know what to do and they like actually go through depression and that's really I mean that's like a testament to a lot of things like you need to have a lot of other stuff you're looking forward yeah. to not right. just your wedding yeah. um, Absolutely. but that is a really good reminder and I want to you should send me that devotional I will I don't remember what it's called but 
I'll send a Perfect. link. Perfect. We'll figure it out. <laughs> right after I got married, I literally was so happy that it was all over. Right? I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> can we just leave? Do we have to stay here and like say hi to everyone? <gasps> That's why I'm saying. I, I don't that. want to <laughs> I literally did not care about my wedding. I was like, can we get it over with? Are we done yet? Oh, Can we see, like I love, go live our life and like live together? I yeah. definitely did love wedding planning, but I think like during wedding planning, I was like, maybe I should be an event planner. Maybe I should be a wedding planner. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like it was I just think everyone so, thinks that. Yeah. It was so fun. Like reaching, I, but also I hear people all the time. Like they're like, oh, I'm so stressed. I have to do so many wedding things today. I have to do so many wedding things tomorrow. And I'm like, what all are you doing? Because I feel like I planned yeah. it in like a week. And then it's I was true. like, all right. Let's wait till September. She like, was cruising. That was yeah. like us. Yeah. Yeah. I felt yeah. like it would. I feel like I guess it goes back to what you say. Like people literally make it their entire life of like I every know. little detail. Like they're like, we need <laughs> count the candles, yeah. count the this. And I was not about <laughs> that. But anywho. That's why I want to get married in Disney World. It'd be like, all right, peace out. Go on rides. Yes. Like we all just go have fun now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually really cool. That would be really fun. I'm in I favor. Um, okay. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so sex. talking about I, sex now. Obviously. <laughs> obviously, she's like so excited about it. It's weird. Well, it was cool because we already got like some questions answered from your podcast today, which was so awesome. Um, I think it was really cool, uh, Luke, when you were talking about like being redeemed, and then Blair, how like you said that once you guys had sex, like everything kind of vanished, like all of your anxiety around it. Mm-hmm. Well, so I feel I like I just want to. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I honestly feel like that all kind of disappeared, like, while we were dating, even. Just, like, me, oh, yeah. like, my fears, or, like, fears that I would not be able to th- stop thinking about his past. Like, it kind of just all, yeah, while we were dating, went away, thankfully. But, yeah, especially even after we had sex, like, I've never really, until this week, talking about it on the <laughs> podcast, I had not, like, once thought about, like, his past you know which is that's a great thing and I think that that can even like this doesn't have to be like directly about sex but I think that's just one thing that Christians like bring so much um like put so much like pressure on almost is like um, like being a virgin like oh I'm looking for a virgin and that's not wrong and it's not bad like me both me and my husband were virgins before we were married that was something we preferred but it wasn't like a make it or break it but I think that what you guys can like I would love for you to speak into is just like um I don't know like um taking away all of like the negative stigma around that because um like we are all renewed in Christ like when we go to him and we take it to him and so just talking about like that process and um like accepting Luke for like his past and that kind of goes for like anyone's past at Mm -hmm. all too I mean, I feel like one thing that I kind of said on our recent episode was like, I didn't really care about his past. I more cared about his present and future. Like as long as you are walking with the Lord currently and are willing to wait with me and willing to pursue God throughout our whole relationship and future, then that's like all I can ask for. Because it's like, what if that, what if roles were reversed and I 
you know, had this past where I was sleeping around or whatnot. And then all of a sudden one day realized, wow, this isn't, you know, the life I want to live. I want to, you know, give my life to Jesus, all that kind of stuff. Like that would be really horrible if all of a sudden I meet somebody that I am crazy about and they're like, well, you're past, you know? So it's kind of like roles reversed in a way. Like what would, what would I, how would I want someone to treat me? Like, and also I think just as Christians, like we're called to like love one another and extend grace to one another. And it's like, basically it's kind of comes down to if Jesus looks at you and sees you as perfect and forgives your past, then like, who am I to hold that against you? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And I think it's, it's also really, really cool. Like we always talk about me and my boyfriend are both abstinent. He gets a round of applause. It's been eight years. Okay. <laughs> Everybody. Um, so <laughs> give it up for one th- <laughs> yeah, I know. Good job. Um, so one thing that I think is really cool and we always say is people that have sex and then decide to not until they're married with somebody. And I think that's actually one of like the coolest things ever that not only like you guys decided that, but Luke, you were so supportive of that. And what you said on the podcast is something Arturo and I always say where it's like, you know, you can struggle like with temptations or sexually or like, but in the end, it's never an option. Like Arturo and I don't struggle with having sex because it's just not an option. And so I think that was cool that you both said that and that, you know, you weren't a virgin and you were still able to like support Blair in that you were able to support each other. Um, And I just think that is like it's really cool and it's a testament I think for like your entire relationship yeah and I also want to bounce off of that and say like that takes so much more strength to like like revert back and to say like I'm not gonna do it now because you're used to doing that I'm sure yeah that, that was one of the biggest things with me so like growing up I always wanted to wait till marriage um I think I was I don't even know 23 honestly when I ended up, um, and from there I just went down a whole rabbit hole that's past. Yes. But, um, but then again, I kind of lost myself in my faith at that point. Um, I kind of revered away from God and kind of like did my own thing and it kind of showed and I didn't like what I was seeing. And that's why I always say when I first met her, she was the light I needed to get back. I think God put her in my life so I can, go back to him like he was looking for me and she was the thing that I needed to get back to him so um yeah once like I found like we came together everything came back to where I always wanted it to be um and my relationship with Jesus started growing again I started feeling better about what was going on and and then then her being accepting and understanding and of my past and being able to move forward was even more of a sign that, like, this is it. Like, I was so freaking nervous when, like, we had our conversation about it. She was like, I knew she was a virgin. She's like, asked me about it. I was like, shoot. <laughs> this, shoot. This could go one way or the other. Like, we're either going to call it quits right away or she's going to be understanding of it. And I was like, well, I got nothing to lose. So I laid it out there for her and it worked out. And here we are. You're like, who made it to the final <laughs> yeah. two? That's a good sign. Yeah. Like still going strong. <laughs> no, but I agree. Like, I feel like it's almost harder to wait when you probably, like when you have already like had that. sex because yeah. like people all the time would be like, he's, he's had sex and he's like willing to wait. Like that's cause it's like once you've, once you've tasted it, you're like, you want it, uh-huh. you know? And so, yeah, I definitely applaud, applaud him for that. But it I feel like me. there was something else I was going to say. 
Dang it. Yeah, I'm going to cough too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were going to say. You're like, I need to cough. Um, yeah, I mean, I and I think going off of that, it's also a testament to this idea of like how – especially as Christians, I think it's like this testament of like, oh, uh, you know, sex is the end all and be all. Like if you have sex, like how could I forgive you for doing that? Or like, I want a virgin. And it's like, sin is sin. Like we all do things like, and if you're going to go into something and be like, sorry, man, can't forget your past. Like it's very different if they're not like super willing to change, but if they're like, no, I am redeemed. I want to be different and lead my life differently. Jesus is literally calling us to do that and be like, Mm -hmm. I accept you for who you are because Jesus accepts us for who we are. Um, And so I think that that is it's just like so important because it's not like sex isn't just like the only thing that people do that they shouldn't be doing and they should change and all sin is sin like you said it's all the same yeah Yeah. i actually saw this diagram um when i was in college and it has stuck with me like ever since but it basically was like so it showed like a a chart where like it basically was like how we view sin and it's, you know, it's like, oh, lie is like a, a short little bar and then sex is way up here and then like adultery and um, gossip, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, that's how we view sin like on earth. It's like, this one's just a little bit, this one's a lot, you know? And then it's like, if you look at it from the top though, <laughs> which is like how Jesus views sin and it's like, they're all, it's just like bars. Like they all look the exact same. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not different levels. And we even were having that conversation recently. Like I was just telling him, like, I was like, I want to like start praying to see my sin more because I feel like, you know, it was like, I I haven't, it's not like I'm cheating or doing this or killing someone, like doing all these things that we see as like these huge sins. But I was like, I want to feel conviction about like gossiping and like these small Mm -hmm. things that we don't really think of because that's just as sinful as these quote-unquote terrible things you can do you know Mm -hmm. and because yeah it's like it's all equal and so Mm -hmm. yeah I mean one thing I've been trying to do at night is I don't know if you guys have heard I listened to a podcast and it's like this guy who wrote this book it's like so vague um called tiny habits and he'll do things like every time he goes to the bathroom he does like 20 squats yeah like it's something funny (laughs) I have that book Oh, really? What uh-huh. are, I need to I need I've to actually read, like, know like the name and the person. I haven't read much. <laughs> it's sitting on my on my thing over there, but I, I like skimmed through it, but I haven't read too much of it yet. But yeah, I have. Yeah, that. but it is really cool. Like for people, you know, you want to drink more water then you do it at this certain time, whatever. But one thing I was trying to do is like in the mornings when I shower, I try to pray for everybody else, but not anything about me. So like bringing not my needs to him, but to other people. And it's like so hard to not pray selfish prayers. Number one. And then at night, I try to go through and say, what would I change about what I did today? And that's like a really humbling experience because there are days when I'm like, oh, I would change almost every single thing I did today. And then there are days where I'm like, oh, like. I've been a good girl, (laughs) you know, but I think that that also really does reveal um, convictions or sins in people's lives as reflecting on those things and having self-awareness. And it's like, it's a mind trip for sure. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Like reflecting on the whole day of what happened and what you could do better in. It's always good to do better. Uh, Right. I think that's actually what um, we did a podcast with. um, Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. She always talks like away from the mic like this and I'm like trying to edit it. I'm like, Lisa, Um, you're fired. 
and then I get rehired. Um, Krista from the Almost 30 podcast, mm-hmm. and she was talking about like um, journaling at the end of every night. Or was that Lindsay? I forget who said it. But um, they they said like what they would change at the end of the day and like what they're thankful for. And I just thought that was so like so small, but so cool because I mm-hmm. think that it just changes your mind about your day. Like, okay, remember like what you're thankful for and what you would change mm-hmm. about your day and like how to better yourself. Yeah. I just love that. I feel like honestly, like small changes make the biggest impact. Like we totally. always try to do these like big, huge things, but it's like just something so small like that can literally change your entire mindset, like mm-hmm. moving forward. So that's really totally. cool. Totally. Um, okay, so we just have a couple more questions. I have just one more question about sex. Because <laughs> Go for it. Um, and um, I think that a lot of people view relationships like um, that are together for a long time. Like, I can't believe you wouldn't live with your significant other before you're married. Like, I can't believe you would do that. I can't believe you would get married to somebody that you haven't had sex with. And I think there's a lot of pressure on social media to maybe tell people that aren't super firm in it. So, like, we're firm in it. So it was easier for us. But there are people who waver um, if they, like, you know, want to wait till marriage or not. So I would just love some advice from you guys about the idea of you don't have to live with somebody before you get married. Like, you just don't you know and maybe being nervous about um getting married to somebody you've never had sex with because I think that can be really nerve-wracking for people um I mean honestly I feel like so as far as like the whole living together I mean people always say like they're like well how do you really know somebody before living with them or like what if the sex is bad like First, I'll start with the living thing. I mean, I truly feel like you can know somebody so well without living together. Like, if you're open in communication and you have those deep conversations, I mean, I've heard of people going to premarital counseling and, like, never have even discussed their past or never have even discussed, like, finances or whatever. Like How many kids you want? Yeah, like, they literally haven't oh, even I've, discussed kids. I've done premarital with my husband. He's a pastor, and it's... Uh, interesting yeah Yeah. and so I'm like I'm like well in that situation yes I could understand all of a sudden getting married and living together and having issues but that's not because of the actual living together factor I think that's just because you truly didn't communicate well and have Mm -hmm. deep important conversations um and then as far as the sex thing I mean kind of like we like we always say, like we weren't, we're not getting married to have sex. Like that's such a small part of marriage. Like it's a great part of marriage, but great it's part, such part. a small part. <laughs> and the thing yeah. is like, if we would have gotten married and the sex wasn't quote unquote amazing, like it's not like, well, crap, guess we're getting divorced. Like, no, it's like you work on yeah. it, but also that's just not like you should marry someone because of who they are as a person. And if they have all the qualities, because I mean, this is going to get really morbid all of a sudden, but like, what if, (laughs) what if you marry someone and then all of a sudden they get in a car accident and you're not able to have sex with them anymore? Like, are you going to leave them? Like, is that really why you're marrying them? Because Mm, so true. It's a good example. Yeah. Because I mean, seriously that like you marry a person because of them and because of all the qualities and attributes they have. And if you think they can make a great lifelong partner. So Totally. That's that would be my thoughts. That's yeah. so good. I don't thoughts. know if you have thoughts. No, you nailed it on that. 
<laughs> That's so interesting that you say that because that was like one of the things when dating, I knew whether or not I liked the guy. I was like, if they didn't have their face and or like I, I would actually like picture this if they, they didn't like, have their face so if I go like this do I still like them <laughs> actually yeah I had to do that a few times I'm like no <laughs> um but I was like okay if we get married and they get like severely burned and they're like that forever do I love them for their personality or yeah. is it more surface level than that? Or mm-hmm. like if he lost all of his money, my husband already didn't have any money. So that wasn't an issue. <laughs> <laughs> if we lost literally all of it, do I love him for those like big attributes? Yes. He loves the Lord like with all of his heart and seeks to be like Jesus every single day. And he has an amazing personality. And those are like the big bang, like good, let's do it. Let's get married like awesome. right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that's really cool that you bring that up. And also it's so funny because like getting married and having sex, like, well, Blair, you're a virgin and Luke, you probably know what you're doing anyway. So like what's what's going to go wrong? I feel like you can tell if you have passion with somebody from like yes. making out. Like yeah, people sure. are like, what if there's no chemistry? I'm like, trust me, there will be chemistry. <laughs> like, you know. I, yeah. But um, well, that comes down to, I mean, some people don't even kiss till they're married. So that's true. But, that, but that's still, a good yeah. testament of that's wild. loving someone for who they are, not yeah. just for yeah. sexual reasons, looks, all that type of stuff, you know? I mean, and honestly, I feel like that is a big issue with society is I think a lot of people do get married for that reason. Like they have great sex and they're like, all right, let's get married. You know, we've been together for a long enough time and we like that's the foundation of people's relationship. And then... Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like anyone I know personally that has gotten divorced, like that was pretty much the issue was like, it was like all lustful and they get married and realize we don't have anything in common. And like, we disagree on a lot of things, you know? And it's like, that's, that's kind of the difference. It's like marry the person for their qualities and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah. 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 So good. That's the coolest part about being with somebody for so long. Cause it's not like that common. Um, but it's like. I get to know everything about him. I get to know the ups and the downs. We get to be, you know, for richer or for poorer. or like we're, ri- mm-hmm. we're living that all the time. And I am way more excited to just live with Arturo and like wake up next to him and exactly. just do life with him. Oh, that was yeah. my favorite you part. Know? You yeah. wake up and you're like, whoa, you're yeah. in the same bed as You're me? allowed yeah. to be here. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Is that all? Is that? Did you get it all out? No, there's more, but we'll just hang out. She's like, okay, <laughs> now what's your favorite position? <laughs> I'm gonna leave okay, for so this. the real, <laughs> yeah. real one. Um, okay, so I realized I forgot to because last time we did this, so we always ask our guests what their silver lining is, and I forgot to mention it to you guys. So I don't know if you can think of something <laughs> off the cuff, but if not we can wait a sec or you don't have to <laughs> and it, it can be like this week it can be marriage it could be life but just something bad that had like a really good like silver lining something good that came from something bad yeah Ooh. I, mean, I, I, I did one. remember you did this because i was <laughs> I, I did it last time but i totally forgot i have a good one. Oh, go um this one is just like lifelong so my brother is special needs with cerebral palsy um he can't take care of himself he can't do anything um Growing up with that has been literally the staple of who I am as a person because one of the biggest things is he literally can't do anything. 
he can't do anything without someone helping him, without doing anything. And I just see so many things right now in the world, in people. The first thing they say, I can't do this. And I'm like, no, you actually can. I have a brother who I've lived with, grown up with, who actually can't do something. Um, so silver lining is, yes, he has a terrible thing that happened that he can't live by himself. He has to be taken care of, but it, it creates character. And he's literally the happiest person I've ever seen in my life. He doesn't care about anyone. I mean, not about, excuse me. He doesn't care about, no, he doesn't care about himself. He only cares about if you're happy. He always asks you first thing you see him, you happy. And oh, like, I that's like that. all he cares and he about. And he asks you for a beer. Yeah, he's like, beer? Like, that's <laughs> how he talks. I love the kid to death. He's, he's amazing. He's never had a beer in his life. Yeah. But he, every time he's just like, beer? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want to buy light. Yeah, like he has just these like one-liners, but he's just like, he is literally what I love about. Because like, he's just so happy. It's literally a lifestyle that anyone can live. It's people decide not to. And that's this thing that just is one of my pet peeves, honestly, is when people say that they can't do something because I can, I, I see, and I've lived with can't. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the thing I can say is like, you can do it, just find a way to do it. Um, and so that's my silver lining in life, honestly, is my brother. He's literally has so much going on, but he is the best thing in my life for that. That's such a good reminder. That's Thank so you for cool. sharing that. Yeah, How am I supposed <laughs> to go after that? Come on. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, my silver lining All right, we're done. <laughs> I'm like, silver lining, I ordered a six-piece nugget, and they gave me eight nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. <laughs> good enough for me. Oh, geez. Um, it's, it's fun. It I'll, really I'll let doesn't you, have yeah. to like be deep. No. I'll I know, but I can't even... I think of anything sorry i just came right to my mind so <laughs> no yeah, that was usually it takes me forever to think of things but Truly. i just like came right in it's funny that you say that because literally two nights ago i was thinking of like all of the things that i do like the podcast and my personal stuff and i feel like i've kind of gotten into like a little bit of like a rut like what are these are these businesses what am i doing and then i was talking to arturo and i just like got all this passion to be like what am i doing like I can do it like whatever it is that I want I need to put that up on the wall and I need to make that happen because I have the ability mm -hmm. we live in America we are blessed and yes. privileged and I can do this Absolutely. Um, so that's like yeah I really relate to that because I'm like going through the that mental shift like right now and it's tough I get that but uh, like you said you can do it you envision it you put it in front of you and it's gonna happen if you want it you're gonna get it type of thing so yeah no I agree with you 100 percent yeah I say we just end on that. That was a Perfect. great yeah. closer, if you ask yes. me. Yes. Well, we. I'm so excited we we made this happen. I feel like we could talk to you guys for forever, but we've yeah, been going this also great. for forever. <laughs> this is great. Um, I come but visit. thank you so much for being on. I, I wrote yeah. at the end, keep spreading your light and Aww. go to Australia. Yeah. So yeah. just want to say that. <laughs> We're going to go meet your sister over there. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can perfect. come visit. You'll have yeah. like, people to stay with. But we got to yes. go to Northwest first because I definitely want to come up. Yes. Come come over here. Um, you guys okay. are always welcome. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah, you. Nice. We appreciate that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys. Thank yeah. you for having just, us. Yeah, this was awesome. Yeah. All right, Shakers, thank you so much for listening. We had so much fun with Blair and Luke. We cannot wait for them to come and visit us, of course. And um, we forgot to mention in the podcast where you can find them. So their podcast is Catch Up With The Fries. If you didn't get it, their last name is Fry. So it's just the perfect name. Um, you can just head down to the show notes and click on the link. Um, if not, 
You can find them anywhere you get your podcast, and it's Ketchup with the Fries. Again, you can find it below. We are just so excited for them. They're starting this new journey of having a podcast. They are just so good at it, and it's so fun listening to them. Um, as you can tell from the show, they're just the best. So go on and support them. Um, tell them that we told you to come. Um, you can follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast and at Olivia Corinne and at it's Lisa Brosser. And you can also join our Facebook group, um, the Salt and Pepper Podcast in and if you ever want a question to be featured on the show just email us at salt and pepper podcast at gmail.com of course they will be anonymous if you want them to be um, we would love to feature any questions you have or if you want to just stop by say hi give us some ideas to have on the show we would love that so anyway thank you so much for listening and we will shake it up with you guys next tuesday thanks for listening tune in every tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.